0: Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member of FN Texas Hill Country Advisors is not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, and Texas Hill Country Advisors and not those of Next. The S P 500 is a market cap weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price weighted index of 30 actively traded blue chip stocks. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Texas Hill Country Market Update, your local Texas Hill Country source for what's going on in the world of personal finance, the stock market, and the economy. We are your co-host, Andrew Gay and Gilbert Pies, local independent financial advisors right here in Kerrville, Texas. We do have a good bit of, of announcements and news and notes for you from the financial world this morning, so let's jump right to it. It's about 9.30 a.m. here in Kerrville, uh, so the U.S. Mark- stock markets closed down yesterday. Most of that comes with the backdrop of debt ceiling negotiations not showing any resolve quite yet. NASDAQ was the leader on the downside yesterday with just down about 1.2, almost 1.3% on the day. A few headlines for you this morning. House uh, Speaking of the debt ceiling, House Speaker McCarthy left the capital late yesterday with no debt ceiling resolution quite yet and no further talks scheduled. Currently, this is probably going to force the House and the Senate to vote on whatever deal they can come up with last minute next week to get it through before the June 1st deadline. Ron DeSantis, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to announce a presidential bid this evening on a live Twitter stream with none other than Twitter Well, I guess he's I think he just sat down, right? Twitter used to be CEO Elon Musk, which is interesting. Uh, You know, I think this is going to show kind of Ron DeSantis's idea of how he's going to align his beliefs and try to speak to the American public to really up his ante for the presidential bid and try to take over rival uh, GOP candidate Donald Trump. And he's also expected to have a formal kickoff of his presidential uh, bid announcement the week of June 1st. And a few other headlines for you this morning. Economic activity in the U.S. posted the sharpest rise this month since April 2022, according to data firm S&P Global's surveys of purchasing managers. I believe that was out yesterday. PacWest Bancorp struck a deal to sell a Real estate lending arm of theirs, the latest move to shore up confidence in the struggling lender. Of course, they were the most recent regional bank that was in the crosshairs from the regional bank banking crisis. They were not one of the banks that had failed, that we had discussed previously. Uh, but they have been in the crosshairs as of late. Uh, So they're trying to do some things to kind of fix their balance sheet there and and be able to move forward. And then finally, the FTC is investigating whether manufacturers of baby formula. This is like Nestle and Abbott Laboratories colluded on bids for lucrative state contracts, according to documents posted on the agency's website. And then on the economic front, we have weekly mortgage data out this morning with the 30-year fixed. Mortgage rate on average ticking up to 6.6% roundabout, and mortgage applications on the last week actually fell for a second week in a row. And then we have some more Feds uh, governors that are scheduled to speak today, as well as the Fed meeting minutes from their early May meeting that will be out 2 p.m. Eastern or 1 p.m. our time here Central. So that's what we'll be watching today. Hopefully, I, I would expect I guess in addition to all this that the the debt ceiling talks are going to kind of take over the headlines that's going to be in focus as we go I uh, close out this week and kind of go into next week and and the markets will probably react to that that's really why we think the reaction that we saw yesterday in the stock markets was was really be, because of that that headline and and not much not much else. So uh Gilbert what you got to add this morning sir?
1: Well it it's uh, one of those things I hate to say I told you so but I think last Friday we <laughs> talked about just the scenario. But right? you told but, us so. Well, yeah, I, I hate to say that. but <laughs> and, it, and it's not that I'm some kind of a genius. It's just that I was not going to put a lot of hope in the idea that the debt ceiling negotiations were going to be easy and quickly resolved. But that's not the case. It never is. And so I think you know some of the problems that we've seen in the market over the past few days is is all related to debt ceiling. Now, the, the ironic thing is that the debt ceiling has very little, I think, direct impact on the performance of the stock market and the bond market for that matter, too. But, but it's a negative headline, and it's really not anything that we need because there's already enough negative headlines surrounding interest rates, sure. inflation, um, uh, and, and what the feds are doing to keep that under control. There's also, of course, news about the war in Ukraine, oil prices. I mean, you, you want to throw out the economic story. Well, we, we can just throw out tons of things. The debt ceiling negotiations are just another element to uh, you know some of the bad sentiment or bad news sentiment that's out there. Uh, I, I really wouldn't be surprised if we continue to see some weakness in the market uh, because of the debt ceiling negotiations. Uh, I don't see any of that stuff getting resolved anytime soon. And what's even more shocking to me is if you listen to the media uh, and I'm I'm talking about specifically ABC News as an example, because that's that's usually what I watch as far as the national media, that their stories are full of doom and gloom. Oh, my God, we're going to there's going to be a total economic collapse and all these negative ohs, uh, it just it, it blows my mind how much stuff they put out there about how negative the debt ceiling issue is for both sides. Um, and, and yes, it, it is an issue, but a total economic collapse, really? Not even close. Uh, I'll just take all of you uh, back to a few years ago in the late 90s where we had debt ceiling issues before and we actually shut, or, or the the politicians actually shut down the government for several weeks. There was yeah. no economic collapse. It, that's a bunch of BS Um, that they what the government did was they ended up uh, delaying payments to military members they shut down national parks they shut down a lot of other government entities uh, and arms of the government they shut them down and put people on furloughs Um, it it wasn't a total economic collapse and if you listen to the news media the mainstream news media it's a bunch of bs It, it that's not gonna happen just because they don't agree on how much they're going to raise their credit limit. And that's, in essence, what they're really doing with this debt ceiling. They're they're trying to agree on raising their credit limit. Um, And and neither one of them is wanting to give in. They're going to blame each other. But the fact of the matter is it's both of them. And so uh, is the debt ceiling important? Yes. Is is it going to cause an economic collapse if they don't meet the deadline by some arbitrary date of June the 1st? No. No. That that's not true. It is not true. It's it's a bunch of falsehoods that are being peddled by people that you know really don't understand or are are just intentionally misleading us. And, yeah, because and
0: they because you know that fear and the doom and gloom sells, and that's does. what they're after.
1: It does. It does. And, and I'm sad to say, but you know, um, you know, part of the national media. The the reason why people have so little faith in the media is because the media. Does these things it, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Now I'm not going to go on a rant about how the media uh, influences our society, but it does, and and so, you know, you as a as an individual have to put in your own individual thought on what these things mean. Is it important? Yes. I'm I'm not trying to yeah, and like in like
0: you know will we see reactions in the stock market? Yeah, it, sure,
1: for sure we will. But it it. It doesn't mean that it's as bad as some of these people make it out to be. Right. Um, what What it means is that you and me as individuals should call our congress people, our representatives, our senators and say, hey, listen, put your head out of your rear end and compromise, will you? Get it done. It's It's something that needs to be done. And we as individuals need to put the pressure on the politicians who supposedly represent us to, to stop with the politics and just get it done. Um, and, and that means probably cutting some spending but then also recognizing that you can't cut as deeply as you want uh, in in some of these programs that are out there Um, oh and by the way on the programs that you do keep why don't you do some oversight like you're supposed to do and make sure that the money that's being spent by the government in these different agencies is spent correctly and properly um and, and and i think that's where it comes down to uh we as individuals really get irritated with the government paying taxes, not because we don't like paying taxes. And I, and I guess maybe for some of us, we don't like paying taxes. But what what happens is we get upset because we know that some of the money we send to the government in the form of taxes, whether it's sales tax, property tax, federal income tax, Social Security taxes, Medicare taxes, whatever tax you want to talk about, um, we know that a lot of that money's wasted. And and if we were more confident about what the government's doing with our tax dollars, we probably wouldn't be so ticked off about it. But we know that the government wastes our money. Um, Our good friend Louis Amistoy, and and if you happen to watch 60 Minutes this past weekend, great example of how the government wastes money, especially the Pentagon in particular, that's what they were talking about. Does that mean we need to uh, eliminate the military spending? Of course not. But it does mean that we need to have some more oversight in how we spend money. And, and it's the same thing whether you're talking about a national issue or a local issue. We just need to have the oversight to make sure that our tax dollars are spent wisely. And, that's right.
0: Because, yeah, you guys did talk about that Monday when we were on his show.
1: Yep, yep, we sure did. And, and then, of course, too, when it comes to uh, local issues or, or or even like the national issue, this debt ceiling It's just a matter of making sure that our representatives actually represent us and do what they need to do to get things done.
0: Uh, What a concept.
1: Yeah, that's shocking, I know. Okay, so I I went off on my soapbox and and talked about that. But as far as uh, economic stuff, um, how how things could play out over the next week or two, I I do think that the market will continue to have some volatility, again, surrounding the debt ceiling issues. If you look at the bond market, that two-year Treasury note is still going up. Uh, I think yesterday it was up at 4:39, almost 4:40, um, and and I I heard something yesterday. I wasn't sure exactly what the number was, but the two-week Treasury bill went up to five and a quarter percent. I I, I wasn't sure if that number was correct, and I haven't been able to verify it. But I, I'll I'll try to do that today. Um, but I was I was shocked. A two-week Treasury bill, five and a quarter percent. Um, I I don't know. I. I it, it seemed shocking to me, so I need to verify that information. But uh, I would suspect that until we get the debt ceiling issue corrected, we're not going to see those treasury yields. Uh, whether it's the two week, the two year, the five or the ten year, they're not going to fall back a little. They're not going to fall back uh, until we get some resolution there. And that means too that mortgage rates have spiked and they're they're the highest in the past two weeks. I think. Um, yeah they that, did they
0: definitely ticked up from last week to this yes, week we yes. just got that data this morning
1: and that 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 of course continues to put pressure on the housing market so um, you know I, I think what what we're going to need is just some additional patience over the next few weeks until this debt ceiling issue gets resolved and then we can go on to the next issue
0: yeah and it's funny too because if you've been watching our show or following us I mean we started talking about this back in February I think right or mm-hmm. march or something I mean so and you were the first one to kind of sound the bell and be like we're good this is going to be a thing and we're going to be talking about it and sure enough here we are a week and a half out from the deadline and they still haven't resolved anything yet and it's been taken over headlines and then you know news media outlets are doing their thing with it so uh but to kind of shift that focus and speaking of that see if i can tie this in here about the stock market's reaction over that we have not talked about this week what where we're sitting year to date. So let's review that real quick before we drop off uh, to close out the show today. So this is year to date as the the beginning of this current week that we are in. Um, So, and I think this is what the third full week of May. So the S and P 500 year to date is sitting just shy of 10% um, on the year. Uh, And it's been bumping up against this 4200 Uh, Level, you know, beginning of this week, it was at 41.92. It hasn't really, it, it did actually break over that. Briefly earlier this week, but has since then kind of fallen back down and and it's it's kind of a resistance level there. So we'll see if it's able to break that out this week in case we do get a resolution before the end for the debt scene before the end of the week. Uh, The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up about one point seven percent year to date. And the Nasdaq is by far the the leader there up over twenty one percent year to date so far. So.
1: Yeah, th- you know, those numbers are a little little lower this after this week's uh, performance, but not much lower. That's uh, right. And we still
0: have two days to go. So if we miraculously days. get some kind of debt ceiling resolution that would alleviate some of the pressure that we've been seeing in the stock market this week, that could help us bounce by the end of the week,
1: Sure.
0: Um, pending anything else that could, could weigh us down. So anyway, that's kind of where we're at year to date. So despite the doom and gloom, uh, the markets are still looking uh, nice. Strongly positive year to date, especially on the uh, you know like the tech-heavy Nasdaq is up over twenty percent. So that will close us out today. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Don't forget interact with us, share our content. It helps other people find the show. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube most weekdays that the stock market is open. In all places, podcasts are possible. Thank you guys very much, and we will catch you back here tomorrow. Have a good rest of your Wednesday.